two, one. Welcome to The Peaceful Truth, the podcast where we talk about everything from feminist issues, feminism, women empowerment, and everything in between. The whole gamut. <laughs> You're joined by your co-host, Megan Hohart. And Kinsley McBack. I have my Invisalign in. Can you guys tell? Maybe a hair, but it's definitely not as bad as it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little intense. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I got my Invisalign in. It's doing good. I can already tell that my teeth have moved. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, they look great. I can see that the overlap between my front teeth are already separating a little bit. Let me see. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. I can see it. And then the bottom is moving as well. I got my teeth cleaned this week because um, you got to clean them so much because of Invisalign. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't have any insurance because my insurance and my new job doesn't kick in until January 30th. Oh, no. So I had to pay it out of pocket. I didn't see a doctor. I didn't get x-rays. I literally got the most basic cleaning you could ever imagine. Guess how much? A hundred? 117. Wow. That's expensive to I brush your teeth. I know. Well, geez Louise. Gotta take care of these babies, though. Yeah, true. I mean, I'm spending so much money on Invisalign. I was like, they better be as clean as possible. Oh, yeah, for real. So how was your week, Meg? Oh, sorry. (laughs) That was a computer. It was good. My week was good. Work is going so good. I love my job with all my heart. You killed it this week. I kind of killed it this week. And I love all my coworkers. Um, Oh, I also found out that I, um, because at first I wasn't going to take any days off for Christmas because I just got back from Costa Rica. Right. Um, But... They said, Megan, you can work from home. <gasps> what a wonderful time. Um, and then the rest of the week, I taught three classes this week, just mm. teaching like crazy. Mm, that's pretty much it. Oh, oh, this makes me sad, but I need to tell you about it. Mm. So um, I was walking out of my apartment. It was Thursday night. I was walking out of my apartment and Cooper was still on his dog walk. So I was like, no problem. Like, it's 530. Usually he gets home around 6, so I didn't think anything of it. Well, the dog walker and I, um, the elevator opened, and there's Cooper and the dog walker. So we yeah. crossed paths. And it was a new dog walker. It wasn't the normal guy that I see all the time. And I was like, oh, um, you must be Mike's helper. And she's like, oh yeah, I, I help out Mike whenever he, especially around the holidays. I was like, oh great. I'm Megan. I'm Cooper's mom, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, how was Cooper today? And she was like, oh, he's just so good. He loves to cuddle, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, but I need to tell you, I have an inkling that he's lonely. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> You can cut that out. But I was like, kind I of, do. That's kind of invasive. That's I like did. telling you how to parent. I you know everything that for invasive. that dog. I do everything for that yeah, dog. Yeah, no. And is she like a psycho about it? Like, okay, we love animals. We really do. But there's people that take it to an extreme. But I would just, my heart hurt because she cannot judge your mom parenting. I know. But Cooper gets picked up every Tuesday and every Thursday. He's gone literally 10 to 6 o'clock going to play with dogs and be cuddled and petted. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he even gets to go to daycare on Friday. I feel like I love that dog with my entire heart. 
But if it's true, I just like, oh How my gosh. How does she know that? She can read his energy. Oh, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, I was telling somebody else about it and they were like, she just wants you to get another dog so that way you can pay double for Oh, that's true. <laughs> no, but like get him a cat. I was thinking about it. I was. Yeah, you could. Cats are pretty chill. I know. So um, that hurt my heart in a million pieces. And now I'm, anytime that I'm at home, I'm just like, Cooper, come here, come cuddle. Like even more than I already was, which was nonstop. <laughs> so yeah, that happened. He's fine. How was your week? It was good. It was pretty busy. So this week, let's see, we recorded the podcast last week after PodCon. And then this rest of this week has been pretty busy because I've either been um, in the studio because I'm a video producer or I have been like at work and a million things. But afterward, I've been like running errands like crazy. So Monday I did the podcast. Tuesday, I forget what I did, but Wednesday I went out and then Thursday I went to um, look at me and remembering all this Thursday I I went to (laughs) Star Wars oh was it good it was so good okay controversial opinion everyone was like so I was in there and my eyes were lighting up the whole time and I was like wow I feel like I'm a Star Wars fan and I'm like feel completely convinced and like translated over to the Star Wars world stars in my eyes and I like went out and everyone's like yeah it was okay and then we, I got on Twitter and everyone hated it. <laughs> really? It's because it's like the super fans who like are obsessed with the previous storylines and I don't know like all that stuff. I mean, yeah. I've seen them, but I was like, wow, that was so inspirational and all this stuff. But, but oh everybody well. else hates it. On a feminist note, all of the strong characters were female. Yes. Perfect. I saw the last one that came out last year and I fell asleep. It was the most boring movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Oh, you were <laughs> are we about to clash? Get, are we about to get hated on like crazy? Maybe we got hated on on our YouTube for uh, two episodes ago. Yeah, for Disney, it's fine. Hate is gonna hate. No, those were just trolls. Those were internet trolls who like look for the word feminism and then type in something negative. What did they say? They were like, "Are you gonna get mad when we put women on boats first when the ship is sinking?" Yeah. Uh, no, I I feel like everyone. I feel like children should be first. Children should be first. But from there, you know, fifty fifty. Yeah. Well, unless you're pregnant, then maybe she should take priority because she has another being in her true that but anywho so i went to star wars but before that i got most of my christmas shopping done like 99.9 percent um and then last night uh or yeah last night i got off a little early so i got my oil changed um and i got my windshield wipers changed which feel wonderful and so my car and megan you know this my car's bumper was popped off in one corner and it really ticked me off because it was like the first week i moved here and i pulled up over this maybe that's an exaggeration one of the first few months and i pulled up over the curb at the end of a parking spot i'm just pissed because it was like no one's fault cannot be prevented situation and i pulled over it like normal and i heard like a little bit of a scraping so then i pulled 
pulled back just because <laughs> yeah. I was concerned. And I pulled back and it ripped off part of my bumper. It was a bar sticking out of the concrete that like stuck up in there and ripped it off. Um, so I was really ticked and I was told like an estimate, like a thousand dollars. I had to replace my whole bumper for like a little piece of plastic that broke off. It's not even hanging off severely or damaged. And so I was like, I don't want to get a whole new bumper. It seems so stupid. So I was just letting it go for several, for obviously a long time. And then, um, I was getting my oil change and this guy was like, I told him the story because he asked about it. He goes, hold on. He comes back with Gorilla Glue. <laughs> he like pours it on there and he goes, are you okay if I do this before he did it? He's like, yeah. are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I could care less at this point. Right. And he goes, he like put all the Gorilla Glue and he like slammed it shut and it's been in there ever since. Yes. And it looks like nothing ever happened. He saved you a thousand dollars. I know. I know. He's like, yeah, this would be us. And I like stuck it together. So hopefully it'll stick. If not, I'll get more Gorilla Glue now. Um, and then, so yeah, that was good. And then we had like a little Christmas dinner with the fam last night. So perfect yeah but this will be christmas week for these guys yes merry christmas merry christmas happy, or happy holidays yeah it's hanukkah right now happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa happy whatever else happy all the other holidays but we were gonna do our own holiday thing yeah kenzie open your present first so megan and i got each other's present i'll describe it for our strictly non-visual viewers it is a manala like what would you describe it envelope yep it says kenzie <laughs> okay and then i'll read the card to you guys it says upon the sea of so, song and friendship and it has adorable little birds on there because you always tell me that you want to be friends first and podcasters second it's true and sh should i read the card or just open my gift you can read it i made it podcast appropriate okay kenzie thank you so much for always inspiring me to be the, the best friend and podcaster that i can be you do too megan you inspire me to be goofy and have as much fun as possible while standing up for myself and beliefs i hope this gift brings you a lot of luck over the holiday season and into the new year love you love megan i love you too so much megan Ooh, it has that flower is this the one that's tattooed on you flower yeah Oh, look at me go. Oh, it's a necklace and it's, it's gorgeous. A necklace. It's gorgeous. What does it mean? It's a oh. moonstone. It's a stone? It's a and moonstone. And it's stone. Yes. Oh, I should layer it with this necklace. It'll yeah. give me extra luck. I always wear a Texas pendant. Oh, I'm going to have so much good luck. It's made in Seattle. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to put it on as soon as this podcast is done. But if Perfect. You, you can see it, it's super gorgeous moonstone. Yay! Thanks, Meg. You're so welcome. I was so thoughtful. Mine is a polar bear, and it says Merry Christmas, and then I open the box. And it's in a different language. <laughs> it's in another language. What does it say? I think bien fayette. I'm going to Google what, what it means. I think that's French. And I have earrings. <laughs> we got each other jewelry. <laughs> Yay. Oh, my gosh. This is the feminist symbol. It is the feminist symbol. It's the female symbol. Yeah. I got Yay. our feminist earrings. Thank you so much. <laughs> no problem. That is perfect. It says, well done is what it means. Oh, perfect. Well, thanks. We got some good mojo going on in here. Now we can wear our jewelry while we're apart from each other. I know, like friendship things. Friendship But jewelry. not as cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. 
Um, but today's episode, do you want to tell them what we're going to be talking about? Yep. So today's episode, we're going to talk about famous women that have had leading roles in Christmas movies. Where we, are they now? What have they done with their lives? So much fun. Um, so I thought we could go over the role in their movie to also give it a little context and then their external contribution in the world. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Should we do every other movie? Yep, like, you go first. Me first? Okay, so mine's a new classic, I would call it, wouldn't you? Yep. Elf, which I think was done in 2003, um, and it was mo- mainly men, I would say, in the movie, for the most part, yep. um, but a leading lady was Zoe Deschanel. She actually was blonde, so it, did, it took me a while to realize who she was. She's usually brunette. Whenever you told me, I didn't believe you. I know. Yeah, and her name in the movie is Jovi. Um, she is Will's, Will Ferrell, who's the elf, as uh, romantic interest, and the scene she's introduced is when she's singing in the shower, and like she's his coworker in the mall. Do I you need remember to that? rewatch it. It's been mm, ten years. Oh really? Oh, I love it. I watch Elf every season. Um, outside of this, Zoe Deschanel is known for New Girl, which is hilarious, hilarious, hilarious comedy. Have you ever seen it? It's a good show. It's so good. Uh, Winston is actually my favorite though in that show. He's so funny. Um, and she has a band actually. Um, it's called She and He. Um, she does a lot of Christmas songs actually. And she's also known, my movie that I know her most from is 500 Days of Summer. Which is a depressing movie. The other woman, <laughs> <laughs> the other one, no spoilers, but spoilers. Um, the other main woman is the mom who is married to Elf's real dad. And that is um, her, the actress's name is Mary Steinbergen, um, but her name is Emily in the movie. So she's the wife of Will's dad. Um, and But she's in several hilarious movies. One, she's the mom in Step Brothers. Um, that is top ten favorite movie of all time. Yeah, Step Brothers is good, freaking good. She's also a mom in The Proposal with Sandra Bullock. I think she's Sandra Bullock's mom in that. Oh, movie. Okay, yep. Um, maybe not. Uh, she's also in Four Christmases with Reese Witherspoon. I never saw it. Oh, it's it's okay. It's a little depressing too, <laughs> and that has Vince Vaughn in it. Speaking of Vince Vaughn, I feel like I haven't seen him lately in anything really. Yeah, it's been a while. Vince, where are you? Where are you? Um, and then she's been in the business, though, since the 1970s and became even more famous as older, which is actually harder as a female in the industry because basically I've heard from several women you have an expiration date in Hollywood. But it kind of seems like that might be changing with all this Me Too stuff anyway. So Nice. Yeah. How are you feeling? What's your movie? So... My girl that I found, her name is Catherine O'Hara. She's a Toronto-born actress, and she's actually in two Christmas movies. Mm. The first one, Home Alone. Do you consider Home Alone a Christmas movie? It's a really big controversy. What? Why wouldn't you? Some people don't consider it a Christmas movie. Why the heck not? I don't know. I've never seen it. Firm believer that it is. Okay, so she was in that one, and she was the voice of Sally in Tim Burton's The Night Before Christmas. Oh, I love that movie. I feel like this weekend I just need to go home and watch Christmas movies because I haven't seen any of them. The Nightmare Before Christmas is a pretty screwy movie, actually. Is it for kids? I I think so. Like, I was allowed to watch it as a kid, but... um it's dark? It's dark, and I loved it. Like, what does that tell you why I'm like a little weirdo? A little weirdo. It seems so dark. The cover seems dark and scary. It is. I just thought it was so cool, though. 
Okay, I'm going to watch it. So this is something that is really interesting about her. She has an extremely rare condition. It's called situs inversus. And this is where all of her organs from the thorax all the way down to the abdomen are on opposite sides. So her heart is on the right side of her body. So whenever she said the Pledge of Allegiance, she had to go like put her left hand on her heart instead of her right hand on her heart. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? And it's extremely rare. But actually, the condition has little to no side effects. Wow. Unless you need a transplant. That is crazy. Guess who else has it? Who? Enrique Iglesias. Oh, that's weird. He, he seems perfectly healthy. <laughs> exactly. It's so crazy. Huh. So um, she is also well known, a well-known comic, and she has hosted Saturday Night Live two times. Wow. I found this really good quote from her. I started working in the 1970s when women's lib was a daily subject. A lot of what women were fighting for then is a given now. In comedy, it has gotten so much better. So many women are creating their own material. If anything, I think more about being older than being a woman in comedy. And she said that in 2015. That's cool. But I kind of disagree in some ways. But yeah, that's really neat. Yep. Okay. My turn again? Your turn. Okay. The Holiday. And I'm going to go over the famous actresses, but I kind of have a twist on how it's more like of a woman-based movie. But Cameron Diaz, um, to summarize her role, she goes... It's like both her, so it's Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz, and they switch houses. They go through like this program, like it kind of seems like an old school Airbnb. Mm -hmm. So they switch houses, and one lives in England, one lives in America, and they switch uh, houses, and um, uh, Cameron Diaz ends up going to England, and she's kind of this big movie producer type role, and she goes to England, like trying to get over her ex. And um, she ends up falling in love with Caitlin Winslet's brother, who's what's-his-face. You know who he is. He's really famous. Who is he? I'm Googling Uh, it. Okay, Google it. He's super famous. Have you never seen The Holiday? I have, but I can't remember. Okay. And then Kate Winslet, opposite, she is a journalist, and she goes to L.A., and she's getting over her ex, but he was her ex of several years ago, but... he still lingers with her and like leads her on womp 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 um so Cameron Diaz has been in Charlie's Angels something about Mary the other woman bad teacher in her shoes and she was the voice of Fiona on Shrek I don't think I realized that yeah um and then Kate Winslet was Rose of course on Titanic. I am googling the holiday as well so we can figure out who this is. Okay. His like name is on the tip of my tongue. That guy. What is his name? Oh, Jude Law. Jude Law. Thank you. Jude Law is Cameron uh, romantic interest. Um I wish <laughs> I was Cameron Diaz. So no, I'm just kidding. Cute. Um Rose on Titanic in Sense and Sensibility and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. According to an E Online Mart article, though, she received Commander of the Most Excellent Order of the British Empire, which is a very big honor that the Queen gives you. And she was given it for services rendered to drama in 2012. Nice. But my spin on the holiday is the director and writer is Nancy Myers. Oh, she wrote all those books. 
Yeah, she's a writer and director, a very famous one. Um, she's done several. Um, she's done It's Complicated, Something's Gotta Give, Father of the Bride, The Parent Trap, the new one, I think, The Intern, Home Again, which was her mo- most recent one, and Chelsea and I were not impressed. We saw it together. Oh, yeah, that's one that you saw. Uh-huh. And uh, But overall, her work is very uplifting, um, and it kind of is like this rosy color world, but um, there's stuff the characters need to get over and learn about life. And yeah, I really do like Nancy Myers. Father of the Bride is my favorite movie. Me too. Father of the Bride 2 is also extremely good. No, yeah, for a sequel, it's amazing i hear there might they might make a third oh my god i would die yeah i know but i hope they don't mess up that's like my star wars <laughs> it's like my star wars too i would watch it over and over and over when i was a little girl yeah, you same. too mm-hmm. speaking of we watched it on chelsea's wedding night with me oh, her and dad break my heart in 5.5 million pieces isn't that cute yes oh. um speaking of royalty and england Guess who set a date for, I think, May 2018? Mm. Harry and Meghan. Oh. What's her last name? I don't know. Harry, you know Prince Harry? Yeah. Speaking of, she's made a few inspirational speeches that everyone should look up. One of our viewers sent it to me. Um, so yeah. they're getting married May of 2018, I believe. They just set oh, the cool. date. Talk about a quick turnover. That's only a couple of months from now. Yeah, I know. I read an article that he wanted someone famous so that she didn't have to have a big uh, adjustment. Markle. Meghan Markle. It will now be Meghan whatever. <laughs> what is Nobody it? knows well, what their last name is. It's like, it's like... Windsor. Windsor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so good luck to them and their wedding. So my last one is definitely a bit of a throwback. And I'm curious if you've seen this movie. This is my mom's favorite christmas movie it's a wonderful life yeah we always watch it 1946 classic we watch it on christmas eve it's such a good movie it's so good so i think you're gonna like it even better after you learn about the wife and the mother she's, she's awesome she's, I'll, I'll give you the moon isn't that what he yeah. says to her? <laughs> i'll throw i'll throw a lasso around it and pull it right down he says something like that i don't know why people talked weird by <laughs> You did a good impression. Thanks, man. <laughs> so she, her real name is Donna Reed, and she was born in 1921, passed away 1986, and she is best known for her lead role in It's a Wonderful Life. After graduating from high school in Arkansas, Reed planned to become a teacher, but she was unable to afford college. So she decided to move to California to attend the Los Angeles City College. And while she attended college, she performed in various stage productions, although she actually had no plans of becoming an actress. Wow. After receiving several offers to screen test for, from studios, Reed eventually signed with MGM. However, she insisted on finishing her education first. Badass. No, did you know that back then they would like sign with specific companies? Yeah. It like... It's totally different now. Yeah, I know. Weird. And so basically um, all these... She didn't want to be an actress, but all these people kept on coming to her and because she was so beautiful. Yeah, she's very pretty. Apparently, she just like stopped everybody dead in their tracks. Mm. So in 1945, she married producer Tony Owen. They raised four children, Penny Jane, Anthony, Timothy, and Mary Ann, and two of the older children were adopted. Aw, what a cool lady. Yep. After 26 years of marriage, 
Reed and Owen divorced, and three years later, she married Grover Asmus, who she was with until her death in 1986. Mm. She was also known for her interest in politics. Her interest was peaked during the Vietnam War when she became concerned that her oldest son, Tony, might be drafted. In 1967, Reed became a peace activist and (laughs) co-chaired the anti-war advocacy group, Mm. Another Mother for Peace. The group's slogan was, war is not healthy for children and other living things. Aww. Yep. I really like her. Um, Last thing, in 1986, Grover, who Reed was married to when she passed away, um, another actress, as well as numerous friends, associates, and family members, created the Donna Reed Foundation for the Performing Arts. It's based in Reed's hometown mm-hmm. in Arkansas, and the nonprofit organization grants scholarships for performing arts students. Oh, wow. It runs an annual festival of performing arts workshops and operates the Donna Reed Center for the Performing Arts. That is so cool. I thought you would love it. So now whenever you watch the movie, now you can say that lady's badass. I know. She's a little feminist. Um, okay. My last movie is Love Actually. I picked a bunch of savvy ones. Do you Have you ever seen Love Actually? No. What? Megan. Is it good? Do you like romantic comedies? Yes, but I don't like them to be any part sad. They're a little sad, but it's so good, Megan. Okay. So it was kind of like the first movie that did, and correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, but it was one of the first ones that was kind of in this style where it was like multiple um, plot lines going on at once, kind of like Valentine's Day, Mm. if you've ever seen Valentine's Day or New Year's Eve. It was like that. It was like multiple plot lines, and then in the end, you figure out how they're all interrelated. I love those. Love actually made it that way. Cool. Um, so it's really good, but there's several women in that movie, but I'm just named kind of the two most popular, um, Emma Thompson. And here's some spoilers if you haven't seen Love Actually, but I might just tell you because then you know what's negative about it. Yeah. Then I'll know all the bad parts. Hey, which one's Emma Thompson? There's so many Emmas. Oh, well, which she, one is she? She's a little older. She was actually, I think in The Parent Trap too, which is ironic because that's what Nancy Myers directed. Emma Thompson and you'll know her when you see Oh, it. yes, of yeah, course. Yeah, that's Emma Thompson. Um, she's awesome. She In the movie, she does get cheated on by Alan Rickman, who was the... Snape. Snape. Mm-hmm. So in the movie, she gets cheated on by her husband. Um, her brother, though, is Liam Neil- Nielsen, um, Neeson or whatever. Um, and she recently, here's her feminist thing, she recently spoke out against Weinstein. She wasn't surprised in a BBC interview, and she's clashed with him a few times when she was producing because she also screenwrites and produces. What do you mean she wasn't surprised? That he was oh, she a said sexual, that. like, he deviant. <laughs> I don't know how to describe that. So in an interview, she blatantly was like, I'm not surprised that this is coming out now. Yeah, she said she didn't know, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't surprise her that uh, he is that way. Okay. Um, and she is a screenwriter. She helped write parts of Pride and Prejudice, Bridget Jones, and she was the writer on Sense and Sensibility, which she acted in, and she's also been at Nanny McPhee. She's an Oscar winner as well. Very well known. Yep. And then finally, Kira Knightley is also in love, actually. Um, she is known for Pirates in the Caribbean, Pride and Prejudice, and Atonement, which is kind of weird that they're interrelated there. 
Um, she is a woman who gets married and then her husband's best friend is kind of rude to her the whole time and she can't figure it out. And then she finds out he's in love with her and that's why he's been mean to her. Okay. That's the part that always makes me sad too, because he goes up to the door with the, yeah, and he flips it. So you've seen the commercials for it or whatever. Yeah. And then every time I'm like, I'm never watching that movie. <laughs> that looks heartbreaking. Uh, it kind of is, but. I don't know. Does he end up happy? I forget. Actually. The guy who does that with the cardboards and throws them over. People his have shoulder. made a lot of jokes about that scene, though. He's McDreamy from. Oh, is he? I think uh, McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy. I don't think he is. No. No. Okay. But her uh, her role's name is Juliet. So those were my ladies and my movies. Perfect. I love it. Yay, getting in the holiday spirit. I have a quote, but first, Kenzie, what's your good thing? My good thing. Um, my good thing is I'm going to Texas for Christmas, and I'm very excited about going home. Perfect. My good thing is tomorrow I'm taking my harmonium teacher to lunch, and then we're going to practice harmonium. Oh, that's much exciting. Rob and Melissa? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Hi, Rob and Melissa. Very neat. They need to be guests soon. So, yes, Melissa, maybe I can set it up tomorrow. Okay, good. Um, Melissa, nope, not Melissa. The <laughs> no. quote is Donna from, Reed. The <laughs> quote Melissa says. <laughs> the quote is from Donna Reed. Um, this is a good quote. Listen out. When you handle yourself, use your head. When you handle others, use your heart. That's beautiful. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening once again. We love you and happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye.